podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. We're very excited to be back with you today, this Monday. Happy Monday. Hannah, how has your week been? My week has been pretty good, actually. Um, I've been thinking about you a lot because it warmed up a little bit. Yes. Sorry, I'm sure you were going to talk about that. And like, I actually sorry, was wasn't going to talk either. about that. I know. Oh, it's been beautiful. It's a shocker. Yeah. So we went, uh, Jared and I went for a hike this weekend. Oh, um, yeah, because it had rained so much and then it was so like warm and sunny and lovely out. Yeah. Um, it was perfect hiking weather and then there were some beautiful waterfalls. So we went, mm. saw some waterfalls. Saw Where'd some, you go? Um, Bells Rapids? No, we went oh. to Les Murdy National Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really beautiful waterfall. Big one. And then, um, actually, pretty solid hike. Oh, yeah. Um, I should have brought water, and I didn't, and I was pretty whiny about it, I think. I thought you were about to say, I should have brought you, and I was like, yes, you should have. Oh, <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, but it's kind of early on in wildflower season, but it's yeah. one of my favorite times of the year, so mm. I took lots and lots of photos of oh, wildflowers. Nice. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Post them on that grand girl. Yeah, I will, I will. How Love is, that. How's your week going? Um, Hannah, I am just feeling myself today. Yes. I'm just, I'm just like, y'all, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just like stepping into a newfound self-confidence, <laughs> but I have been strutting my stuff today yeah. and not for any particular reason, except that I just... looks great. Like, thank you. Thank you. Jared just said the exact same thing. Did he? I walked in and he went, your hair looks great today. <laughs> thank you. taste. I know. I love it. Um... Yeah, I feel like it looks more blonde than it usually does. It just has a lot of volume. Yeah, well, I blow-dried it. Oh, do Yeah, it. last night I had a work function, and um, mm-hmm. uh, my hair was very greasy, so I took a shower and washed it and then blow-dried it as fast as I could and mm-hmm. made my volume touch the heavens. So yep. I know we love to see it. Um, yeah, I'm just feeling feeling great. <laughs> and Maybe I, it is the weather. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so I was like, wait a <laughs> second. My mood has really shifted over the last few days. The sun has been out, so yeah, it definitely has a part to play. But it's just been it's been a really good day. That's and I'm sure a lot of our listeners know I got a new job, mm-hmm. and it's just been great. It's just been so good. And I had a meeting with my boss today, and she was just like really affirming. And it was just such a good day, Hannah. Oh, we love to hear it. I know. Sorry to harp on how great. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> you're putting me in a good mood. I love it. Um, and now you're here. And now I'm here. Yeah. So like. Also, Hannah, I have never taken this particular route from work to here before. Yeah. I did the most beautiful, scenic way wow. to get here. I don't know why my GPS did that, but it just <laughs> apparently said Sarah needs even more serotonin. <laughs> And I just, I drove through, like, over a bridge that was beautiful, that would have, like, a park and a river on both sides. Wow. Girl, I don't know where I was, but I was like, I'm eating this up. <laughs> I'm loving it. You're just going to come to my house after work every day. Yeah, I am. I'm going to take this way to go to my house, which makes zero sense. <laughs> do complete 20-minute detour, but yeah. love but this. Thanks to our listeners listening to the podcast, you can, like, once a week. <laughs> come here. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was beautiful. Love it. Oh. We love to hear it. Well, um, let's dive in with our culture quirks. Yeah. Sarah, do you want to go first this week? Yeah, that sounds great. I'll, I'll go first. Um, my culture quirk this week has to do with transferring money back and forth huh. to each other. Yeah. Um, in the States, I relied on an app called Venmo. <laughs> okay, yep. <laughs> I think you have this on your list. Yeah, I do. Culture quirks. Uh, well, I'm stealing it from you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we use an app called Venmo that essentially you can attach it to your bank account, but what it will do is when you transfer the money, it will just sit within the app until you actively transfer it back mm-hmm. into your bank account. Which is how they make their money. So it's fee-free right. because they just make interest off of the money that you got. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Um, so here in Australia, you can just directly deposit things straight into other people's yeah. bank accounts. From bank account to bank account. From bank account to bank account. Um, so I had to do that for you the other day. You ordered yeah. something for me off of Amazon. Yeah. I just BSB transfer that sucker so right over. How do you feel about the lack of Venmo? Okay, so at first, I was like, there's no way this is secure. There's no way. So 
as clarity, because you're transferring from account to account, you're giving somebody else your bank account details. Yes. Constantly. Yeah. So at first I thought like, this is so insecure, like, or so sketchy. Yeah. It feels really, it's unsecured. It's not insecure. It's not unsecured. Unsecured. Yeah. Yeah. It felt dodgy. It felt like really risky that I was just like giving out my bank (laughs) details, you know? So it's a million numbers every time. Yeah. Very, it feels like a very easy opportunity to mess up. Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. But it also feels like you're just giving somebody else access to your bank account. Yeah. It feels like, like, yeah, like you're opening yourself up to scammers. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. But that's not what it is. It's very safe. Yeah, it is. It wears me out every time. I feel really sketch about it every single time. And I have to remind myself this is no one can do anything with this information. Yeah, that's right. Except for give you money. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. That's the only thing people can do with this information. (laughs) So, um, I've gotten used to it now. Well, sometimes. Sometimes it weirds me out when I have to, like, give it to a stranger because I'm like, this yeah. is weird. But It also seems, like, less common to be able to do it when you're buying things off, like, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Um, yep. Like, people are less because it takes a couple days sometimes, depending on yeah. the account. It will hold it yeah. for, like, three days before yeah. it will transfer to a non-account from your bank. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people are like, oh, well, no, I just prefer cash. I feel like cash is actually way more prevalent because yeah. Venmo... And Cash App, and like there's all these different PayPal. Yeah, yeah. It's just like not as big of a thing. Yeah. Um, because it all it feels much more secure on Venmo because you're, like, it's like a secondary. Yeah, it's just your site. name. Yeah, that's it. And you can look somebody up and be yeah. like, yeah, this is your username. This is the photo that you yeah. sent me. Like, I know that this is you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is. It's very different. And so when I've talked about, like, I've been like, oh, just Venmo me. It's fine. Yeah. Because it's used as a verb in the States. It's not a verb here because no. it's not an app. No. That's right. And if you have an Australian phone, mm. you cannot even, like, you can't download the Venmo app. It's like, because it's a non-American app. So I actually don't currently have, I know for a fact that there is money sitting in my Venmo account yeah. that I cannot access. And when I went to the States, I asked to access it and they would not give me any access. Because while I was there, I didn't have the correct SIM card, so I didn't have a U.S. Uh, number. And so I gave him my dad's number because he was doing all the verifying checks for me or yeah. whatever. Very kind of him. Um, but then when I gave him, when I gave Venmo my dad's number, they said, oh, there's already an account lodged with this number. So you need, you have to have an American bank or American number to access it. Ask, access it. But not just an American number. Like you need an American phone because to explain further, different phones have different Oh. Like, networks within them. So, yeah. like, you cannot download... Like, this phone cannot download Venmo so at all. I have Venmo. Right, but that's an American phone. You pushed it in America. Oh, are you serious? That's well, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, if you when or if you buy an Australian phone, you will not have any access so to Venmo. Before you do that, transfer take all the money out yeah, of Take your money out. Yeah. That's really nuts. Wow. It's really annoying. So, like, I contacted their customer service, and they were, like, not kind about it. So, oh, well, there you go. Very rude. Anyways, that's my culture quirk this that's week. What's yours? So interesting. Um, all right. My culture quirk this week is about nicknames. Okay. So, I think it's kind of like a stereotype of Australians that they really like nicknames, and I think it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I Yeah, like, people just, people have tons of nicknames, and there's some just silly ones that are, like, very common. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, if if the nickname could end in an A, Aza <laughs> is like a, a kind of a um, add-on that's mm-hmm. often used. So like, Jeremy, your husband, obviously does not end with an A, but there's kind of like mm-hmm. an A sound in the middle of his name. Yeah, yeah. So you call him Jazza. Jezza. Yeah. Jezza. Yeah. Okay. Jez or Jezza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not, it's not like short, long. Yeah. But it's just very common. Yeah, it is. Do people? What do people call you? Nothing. Just Hannah. Oh yeah, people call me says sometimes. Says. I hate it. That's odd. I know. I hate it. Sometimes people call me Han, but people did that in the states. And but honestly, I call you Han every once in a while. Like it feels like a real thing that you call someone when you're like close to them. It's like a shortened nickname, mm-hmm. kind of a. Uh, but. Yeah, but, like, within the first 30 seconds of Jeremy being, like, hi, I'm Jeremy, people will be like, oh, yeah, okay, Jezza. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So, it's very common. It's very common here. Um, yeah. Just really culturally specific. And I don't even think it's, like, just names. I think it's, like, in general. <laughs> yeah. Australians like to shorten words. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Volleys, big one. For volunteers. 
Oh, I keep hearing that at work. I've never heard it really that. Yeah. Um, there's the kind of common construction store, I guess, like hardware store here is Bunnings. Yeah. People call it Bunnos. Keep hearing that. Oh, weird. I've also never heard that one. Yeah. It's just like people really but like But in general, no, in general, yeah. you're so right. Like, yeah, I think we've talked about like, um, um, like Salvation Army. Salvos. Salvos. Yeah. Yeah. A service station. A servo. Yeah. A, a bottle shop. Bottle-o, yeah. which to me does not roll off the tongue as much as bottle <laughs> shop. Avocado. Avocado. Yeah, afternoon. Arvo. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that one really weirds me out because when I hear them, they sound almost exactly the same. Obviously, context clues, I can figure it out, but if I say them, people think I'm saying it wrong, but I have a hard time with that one specifically. That, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a real nickname kind of culture. So it is. That is so funny. Yeah. And... It is confusing. I agree. <laughs> I also, please don't ever call me Sarah and don't ever call me Says. Those no. are the two that I get and I hate them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to call out anybody who does currently call me that. I don't like it. <laughs> it's just a mass. Actually, we're just using this platform as like a mass information uh, PSA for, for, uh, yeah. for everyone listening. So funny. So funny. <laughs> well, um, as much as we could talk about nicknames, because there are just like a million and a half of them. Plethora. Um, this week, we are talking about uh, living abroad, which, listen, we talk about a lot. It's kind of the whole premise of the show. We are really harping on it. We, are, we found our niche, and we yeah. are pressing into it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we've talked a lot about moving. Yeah, we've talked about moving abroad. We've talked about tips for when when you move, for tips of when you're starting somewhere new. We've talked about tips for making friends. Yeah, all these things. We've been here for a while now. Yeah, and there's lots of people who listen, and we're from the Americans Perth page and other other um, kind of folks who are expats or immigrants mm. in their mm-hmm. communities that they live in, um, who've been there for ages. Where like, yeah, that initial thing might have worn off, and a lot of those yeah. initial things do wear off. You've moved. It's happened. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about some of the challenges that come with living abroad. So not yeah. just the move, not just the kind of initial yeah. shock, but mm. actually living and existing and having your mm-hmm. life be in a place that is not your home country. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of, yeah, I'll kick us off with one of the first things that yeah, what came to mind in thinking about a challenge that I, these are a lot of things, things that I still face and not necessarily all the time, but mm-hmm. they do come up yeah. regularly. Um, and one thing is having these kind of cultural things that are really specific and feel really special to people who are mm. from here or who grew up here or spent a lot of time here that just genuinely do not resonate with me. Okay. So do you have any examples? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's like foods that people get foods or traditions or shows that people get very nostalgic about. Yes. Okay. And they can chat about them. And here's the thing. I know I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we do the same thing. Remember when we talked about Dragon Tales for like, <laughs> <laughs> like 15 minutes? Yes. Um, ages, right? Like I don't watch that show anymore. No. And I, I haven't watched it in probably almost 20 years. Yes. Yeah. But there's a real sense of nostalgia about it. Yeah, like this definitely. real cultural kind of moment and there's just those things that people will talk about and I just genuinely am like I yeah don't get it Mm -hmm. oh yeah songs songs will come up at like weddings or parties and everyone's like oh my gosh we gotta dance we gotta sing along and I'm like I've never heard this song before in my life yes yeah yeah and it does feel like when these things happen well often will happen with a group of other people, mm-hmm. it, it can feel like quite exclusive and quite isolating and at times. Yeah. And not that people are meaning to do this. Oh, that is not, not. What I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but to have it happen at like a party or yeah. at a wedding, it feels like, oh, I feel like I don't know or I don't fit in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you could be here for as long as, you know, 30, 40 years yeah. and still not have grown up in Australia, mm-hmm. not have been there for the time mm-hmm. of this this one like you know Australian Idol mm-hmm. or whatever yes. singer mm-hmm. was super popular and mm-hmm. there's this, this well known thing about this person and everyone. Yeah. So there are things culturally that I'm just sometimes come up, and you could be here as long as mm. you know you could be here for the majority of your life mm. and just not be kind of part of these kind of smaller things. So I think that's mm. a challenge that I'm. 
you know, just I'm like aware of. Yeah. And I'm yeah. aware that it's going to happen. I think that um, something that I've done to kind of combat it, mm. I don't know, because I think this is going to happen. Yeah. And it's um, going to happen for as long as you're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But something that, because it can feel quite disarming and like, mm. oh, or a little bit off-putting. Mm. You feel a little bit unsteady on your feet. Like, oh, I really felt, you know, I've, I've been feeling quite settled. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's just a little unsettling. And I think one of the things can be just feeling like excited for focusing that maybe unsettled energy. Mm-hmm. Like focusing that mm-hmm. on the people having this kind of like yeah. super sweet yeah. nostalgic reminiscence yeah. together. Um, and just like appreciating that for what it is. And then often people are super excited to show you and share. Yeah. And honestly, so often it's like, okay, cool. Like the song is, I think the song is called Horses. Is this ground specific song you've been thinking of? Oh. It comes out of parties and people are obsessed. It's like this kind of, I don't know if I, maybe if I heard it, I would know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I probably don't. I would not be able to. Just okay. even sing a couple bars, even if I wanted to sing on the podcast, I don't think I could. But yeah, um, yeah it's like this really big kind of cultural thing, mm. and I've heard it, and I'm like, there's no emotion. It's it's about yeah. the emotion or like experience and yeah. memories time of it. I just don't have it. But it's cute to see like a bunch of grown adults like mm-hmm. belting it out. I at love a that. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I resonate. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I didn't realize that I still struggle with that. Yeah. <laughs> And you will for that whole time you're going to be here. <laughs> the whole time. I'm here. I will struggle. <laughs> now, maybe, like, bringing awareness to it as well. You know, I think that, like, that's what a lot of my things come down to. It's like, absolutely. Bringing awareness to how things make you feel is good and okay. And I think, like, it is comforting to know that hmm. I'm not doing this alone. And, like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I don't know why I was going with that, but I, it's I, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it feels good to know that it's a a shared experience yeah 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 and that it doesn't necessarily it doesn't mean that you are you know not settled it doesn't yeah, mean that you are yeah. not part of the community or part of the culture mm. which so I mean there's just like a lot of challenges mm-hmm. and that but it's just part of yeah part of it. Yeah. yeah nice love it um something that I still struggle with that I thought that I would get over a lot sooner than yeah. I have and maybe I won't ever get over it I don't really know um is when I when I go out places, mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxiety that people are going to ask me why I'm here. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind, you know, explaining why I'm here. I don't mind talking about my visa. I don't yeah. mind talking about these things. But I have a lot of anxiety that I know that my voice doesn't sound like everybody else's. And mm-hmm. I know that the first question people are going to ask me is, oh, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Or what visa are you on? You know, and I feel like... yeah. I just wish that I didn't have to, I just wish that everywhere I went, I wouldn't have to explain what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, yeah, I get it at work. I get it at work Mm -hmm. functions. I get it at large events. I get it anywhere I know that I'm going to meet new people. Yeah. And I don't know. Grocery store sometimes. Oh, literally in the grocery store. (laughs) I think, and it's funny because it's it's almost always coming out of a place of like, oh, I'm curious. What brought you all the way over here? Because we're super far away from Yeah. And also like, so last night I had a work function and literally somebody was like, earth of all places like <laughs> and I was like I did not choose yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean um like and I chose my husband and my husband was yeah from here, yeah so. that's right cool that's right and like I know that people are coming from the mm-hmm. sweetest of intentions I know that nobody is is trying to make me anxious mm-hmm. and I, I know that but at the same time like it has actually stopped me from going places because yeah. I'm like I don't have the emotional energy to explain to 10 new people mm-hmm. what I am doing here. Mm. I actually have a very similar thing on my list. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's people pointing out that you're different. And yep. it's this feeling of being othered. <laughs> yes. And often it really is like people want to know, they want to know about your experience. They want to, they want to like, oh, I, oh my goodness. And you've only been here for how long? Wow, that's so exciting. Yes. I, it's surprising because it is kind of fun at the beginning, especially because mm-hmm. you're like, oh yeah, I do want to talk about it. But yeah, it can be really hard the more established you feel. I feel like that's been happening more and more of like, yeah, I know that I feel very established yes. here. I feel like part of the community. I yeah, feel like part yeah. of this is this is my home. Um, but all it takes is me saying a single sentence. Yeah. Hi, how was your day? And people and are like, oh, is that accent I hear? Yes. 
and it really is often coming from this place of you know really really good totally and really lovely intentions i actually did meet this woman oh, okay. this weekend yeah who is well she's from perth or she's from wa yeah but she so she after a while it was it was at um these like small local shops that are like a bunch of small businesses oh all cute. In one kind of it's called the carlisle collective oh yeah, yeah super cute yeah um and we were checking out we were like buying some things from this like vintage secondhand store and this lady was checking us out but she was actually from a different stall I oh guess, yeah from a little business and she was chatting and she was like oh I'm, you know is that an accent and i was like oh yeah and i honestly got to the point where like oh what you brought you to perth the first i just kind of point at jared <laughs> she said oh i followed him because <laughs> um, sometimes i just don't feel like going into all of it i just want to yeah. go out and like yeah just you know exist in the community that i live in yeah it turned out this woman she spent a year in Owatonna, which is oh. a very small town Yeah, outside of, where I have family who works there. It's a small town outside of Northfield, which is another small town outside yeah. of the Twin Cities Twin in Cities, Minnesota. Yeah. And, like, I have, my uncle was a bio teacher there. Yeah, right. Like, Jared worked in the area when he were, when oh. were in Minnesota. It's so specific. Very it's, like, specific. a really niche place to work yeah, in. Yeah, Minnesota mm-hmm. and Northfield and mm-hmm. Odana. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's not that I think, you know, people are asking, oh, like, where in the States? And I'm like, I'm from Minnesota. No one's yeah, <laughs> no yeah, yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay. So I'm like, yeah, right up top in the middle is yeah. kind of my, like, go-to. Oh, my gosh. Just to kind of move these things along. <laughs> I have this conversation, like, every day. Hannah, I say, oh, East Coast in the middle. North Carolina. Because <laughs> no one knows where that is. People yeah. are like... Near New York, I'm yeah. like, oh, oh no, I've been to Chicago. Like, oh yeah, well, it's five hours north. So, oh, no one ever tells me they've been to Chicago. Really, everyone always tells me they've been to New York and they've been oh, to LA. Yeah, yeah, been to California. Like, oh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> same. But also on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I often don't get into like the nitty gritty of. Yeah, it. oh, it's I exhausting. Was, it's also exhausting, Hannah, when people are like. Oh, North Carolina, is that Southern? Like, you don't have a Southern accent. And I'm like, right, because I was actually born in Connecticut, and then I lived there, and then I moved to Illinois for a few years, and Mm -hmm. then I moved to North Carolina. So my, me specifically, and my older siblings, (laughs) we did not adapt a Southern accent. But I can turn it on for you if you want me to, you know? like Yeah, Yeah, people have these... Explaining of just... Yeah. 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 People have these ideas of like, if you're from somewhere, you should sound a certain way, yeah. and then when you don't meet that expectation, it's yes. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very interesting, but it is this kind of feeling of being othered, and I know, honestly, I know it's coming from a good place, totally. and it yeah. does actually make me feel really good when people are like, I've been to Minnesota, I just yes. traveling in the states, and it's beautiful. Yes. You know, we we were only there for a couple of weeks, but the fall colors were gorgeous yeah. and whatever, and that actually does feel really lovely. And again. Yeah. Sometimes it just depends on like the day I'm having. Yeah. Def- like, oh, definitely. Like if I'm feeling quite established or I'm feeling like, you know, oh yeah, sure. I'm happy to chat about it. Sometimes when I'm feeling extra homesick. It's hard because I'm like, yeah. I can't even go to the grocery store without everyone knowing I'm far away mm-hmm. from home. Not just yeah. myself, but yeah. everybody. Yep. It's definitely. really interesting, but it's, it's a challenge sometimes. Mm. And sometimes it's kind of like, oh. Yeah, definitely. I think it does depend on the day. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, it will often give me anxiety, yeah. unfortunately. But that's okay. I hope someday I'll be over it. Mm. I don't know if that will ever happen, <laughs> but hopefully. Yeah, it is, it's interesting. I think it's, do you ever think about how, like, I mean, you and I are in a very different situation than a lot of people, but I sometimes think about how if it wasn't me going through this, it would be Jeremy going through this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like... In our relationship, somebody will yeah. always be away from either one or both. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. An interesting thing to consider. I, and it is something that, like, I'm white. Mm. You're white. Mm. Jared's white. Mm. People don't necessarily look at us and be like, totally. Hmm. Which Jeremy isn't white, so no. it's likely that he gets kind of like he often. Well, Jeremy identifies as Australian. Yeah. For culturally, he identifies yeah. as Australian, but people will ask him, like, right, but where are you from? 
and, and he's like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and I don't want to speak on his experience. Um, but recently over the last like year or two, people have been asking if he's from, um, PNG, which is really, really weird. Papua New Guinea. For, yeah. 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 He is asked that and he's like, no, no, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so specific. Yeah. He must like really think. Like, yeah. I mean, he must be from Papua New Guinea. And we've like looked at pictures of people from Papua New Guinea and I don't, I don't feel like there's a resemblance, but yeah. people, maybe it's because he's also kind of short and mm. I don't know. I don't know if that has yeah. anything to do with it, but, but it, I, so yeah. It's interesting because like when I lived in Korea, it was very easy. It was very easy. See. And yeah. Australia is, I mean, like, Perth is quite diverse. So it's not like, mm, mm. Uh, it's not like it's only white people walking around. So it's yeah. like, okay, cool. Well, he also looks Australian. Yes. And yeah. when he opens his mouth, he pretty much sounds, I mean, he's got kind of a mixed accent, but his accent mm-hmm. sounds relatively Australian. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sound like American off the bat. Right. Um, right. Like as soon as we start talking. And yes. Well, yeah, super yeah. clear. Um, but, like, living in Korea, people just had to look at me. Although, I will say, mm. one time somebody saw me from behind, tapped me on the shoulder, and asked me for directions, and then I turned around, and she was like, oh! <laughs> but I actually knew where she was going, and I could point her in the right direction, and I was very pleased. It was, like, yeah. a year into me being there, so I was like, mm. all right, this is amazing. But it is, I think we're, we're very lucky in that if we did walk around and not say anything to anyone, nobody would question. Totally. Nobody would look at us and be like, that woman's from America. Yeah, 100%. Um, which is not the case for a lot of people living abroad yeah. in places yeah. where it's a more homogenous yes. group. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's absolutely something to consider and think mm-hmm. about. Like, it, it is tough even just mm-hmm. having it when you talk. Yeah. Let alone people looking at you and making yeah. a lot of assumptions. Totally. Or negative, which would be yeah. extremely challenging. Yeah. That's so true. It's a privilege that... Mm. Yeah. It's great. I... On the flip side of that mm-hmm. coin, I like I know that I've talked about my first grocery shopping experience, yeah. and I got home and I was you know I was crying to Jeremy and I was just like, the problem that no one noticed that I like was mm-hmm. not doing well. Like nobody noticed. Like nobody would have pointed me out to say, oh that girl's not from here. Maybe we should ask <laughs> if she needs any help. Like, in reality, I was. Do you understand pumpkin? I know. No, you don't. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, in my head, I was like, I didn't, I'm glad that I didn't stand out, but at the same time, like, I needed help, and yeah. no one would have known that I wasn't from here yeah. and needed assistance. And people, like, acted confused when I was confused. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. hilarious. Very interesting. Mm, what was your next one? Uh, actually, it kind of plays off that as this sense of, um, kind of a little bit losing the sense of independence and self-reliance. Mm. Um we are both native English speakers mm. and culturally the US and Australia are quite similar. So in a lot of ways, this is not a, a kind of constant challenge for us. Mm. Um, but it is something that is funny. Like you're talking about the going to the grocery store thing and trying to figure out the pumpkin versus gourd mm-hmm. versus yeah. squash situation, <laughs> which, you know, you're an adult woman who's purchased pumpkins before. It feels mm. weird to have the ability to purchase pumpkins like randomly stripped away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way, like looking for a cell phone plan, which I understand how yes. cell phone plans work, but looking for a cell phone plan when you have never heard of any of the companies before, mm-hmm. it's you have to kind of either rely on somebody else, yeah, and rely on a community, mm-hmm. or you need to just do a ton of research, which is kind oh. of a love. It's a mental burden yes. to have to be kind of double the extra thinking about. And well, and because it like added on to that, it's not just a cell phone plan. It's a lot of things. Yes. And so to have to emotionally be invested in so many different things, mm-hmm. you're so right. It's exhausting. Like navigating different systems. Yeah. I would, I would have a solid idea of how to go about most things in the, in Minnesota. Yeah. They've been there knowing what resources are available, knowing mm-hmm. all of these things having a community of people that I would be able to ask. Like, I know who I would ask if I had a question about this thing. Mm. So it's not even like, oh, I'm totally lost. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I don't know right now. Mm-hmm. Or I know what website to go on to. Or, mm-hmm. But even, honestly, it's so funny. I was like, trying to figure out, like, where do you buy furniture here? Yes. Like, I, I couldn't figure, like, not that I couldn't figure it out. I could Google it. But I'm like, I don't know which one of these are reputable. Yes. I don't know which one people go to. I asked, and I was very lucky to have friends and family here to ask. But I had to rely on friends and family yes. to do something that, like, I had done before. Or, like, 
like I know we've talked about mm. buying clothes before. I had yes. no idea what brands were good, what brands mm. like you know, where can I buy clothes that fit my body type or body yes. shape? And then added on top of that, this is irrelevant, but mm. like Australian fashion is different than American mm. fashion. So I felt like I had to find a whole new like form of identity and I didn't know even where to start. Yeah. So this is like this kind of sense of independence and self-reliance and feeling really established mm. that you get, I think just as you get older yeah. and as you feel more established in a community or in a space mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is all of a sudden kind totally. of stripped away. Totally. And again, I said it at the beginning, but, um, you know, Australia and the U S very similar in a lot of ways. Mm. So like, this is, this is probably the, the least resistance or like mm-hmm. the, the least challenging one that the two of us could go to. Um, cause culturally, linguistically mm. very similar in so many Definitely. ways. And there are crossovers mm. like, and even at this being at the lowest level is challenging and will mm. probably be until we've felt fully established, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, well like feeling like a fully established adult took like 20, 27 years. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sure it's not good. I can, I can transition some of those learnings over, sure. but um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely an interesting thing. Be a little off kilter from it. And I think it like, like you just said, like it took 27 years. It's also like you took baby steps into learning all of these yeah. things. And then when you move, it's like, you've got to do like, you've mm-hmm. got to go from zero to a hundred yeah. rather than like, you know, gradually working your way up gradually learning what health insurance is gradually learning what yeah a phone plan is best gradually learning yeah instead now we're thrown into this place where it's like you need to know all of this right now because you're an adult (laughs) so like which is just part of it right Um, but i think part of something that i found incredibly helpful i talked about you know asking friends and asking family members Mm -hmm. but being parts of communities like the americans in perth facebook group Mm. It's nice to be able to say, look, I know you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that I want this one very specific type of, you know, snack or how do I, how do I navigate? Like, what is the first step here Mm -hmm. to, to looking at a home loan? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think being parts of those communities of people who get it and who want to support and who have either been there and taken those not even baby steps who've taken these big old leaps mm-hmm. um, is incredibly helpful and then obviously and then just finding people who mm-hmm. are aware of it who mm-hmm. you know might not have gone through the same thing but who care about you and are like totally. oh I'm happy to talk to you about what an underwear size is yeah like totally yeah one thing that really tripped me up for a little while was how um, the healthcare system worked in the sense of if you need to see a specialist, you can't just call up the specialist. Yes. Where, like, in the States, you could. Here, you need a GP, like, referral. Referral. Mm. Um, and I was so grateful for my father-in-law, who's a GP. Mm. He has been so helpful. <laughs> it's a whole different system. It's a whole different system. I know. And I got here and had some health issues within the first few months of me living here. Oh, I was challenging. Like, I was like, what the heck do I do? <laughs> I Portal. had the same thing in Korea, actually. I really? had some health yeah. issues. Just like I got pink eye really early. I worked with yeah. kids, right? So like I got <laughs> sick. Um, kids are grubby everywhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the school that I worked at, everyone was really lovely and trying to help me navigate mm, that. And then yeah. like the program that I went with was able to just kind of point me in the direction of like what can you do with the insurance that you've got. Mm. But some of it was just googling it and then relying on friends to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know. I can I can walk you there because I, I know yeah. you don't know where you're going because you've only been here a month. Yeah. And also your eyes all swollen up. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> And honestly, you look disgusting. Yeah, this so. is gross. Let's get this fixed. <laughs> um but yeah, all these different systems, so yeah. different and really um it's incredible though that you know, although when you have to start relying on other people, it mm. can be really challenging. Mm. But it's also an incredible thing to look at and be like, how incredibly lucky mm-hmm. am I totally. to have people who care about me and who might laugh when saying like yeah six is the smallest underwear size yeah um, <laughs> but who are you know who want to help and want to support because they don't want you to feel yeah you know, they want you to be able to feel independent and totally and cared for yeah love that one <laughs> um something that is still 
and probably will be really challenging for me for a long mm-hmm. time is that I didn't grow up in the school system here. And so a lot of Ooh. just normal facts that people know, like about the history of Australia yeah. is just like, it can be a topic of conversation or like Australian politics when that comes up in conversation, it goes straight over my head mm-hmm. every time. Like anytime anyone brings up any form of, you know, um, just past history or talking about like aboriginal communities or talking about yeah politics literally goes straight over my head and I like I know that I shouldn't beat myself up over it obviously I I can tell you more about American history Australian history but at the same time it's like whoa there's so much learning that is done (laughs) in your first 18 years of life that I just like didn't participate in yeah does that make sense yeah, absolutely. I think especially so from the political, like kind of just the way the system is set up yes. is different. And totally. um, so Jared and I have actually been listening to a podcast mm-hmm. um, and it's just, it's been kind of like really basic things about oh, okay. what do these political offices actually mean? Like, what does this look like? Or how does the voting system look? Because it's ranked. It's, yes, it's, it's a ranking system. Choice, yeah. And it's... Um, yeah, it's a ranked choice system, and you don't vote for the prime minister, you vote for, like, the cabinet. You vote for the party. Yeah. So you vote for kind of your individual, more local person, and they cast their vote for, yeah, at that higher level. It's all very different voting. It's compulsory. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is very different. Um, yeah. And they, this guy did a really good job of kind of explaining what these smaller things are, how all of these things look. And, and then going into, like, what the roles and responsibilities of each one of these yeah. people are and where are they physically located after they're elected. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, he's actually, I'm pretty sure, based in Perth. Oh, okay. Um, he's very impartial. He's very kind oh, of cool. um, non-biased and will give examples. But he often his examples tend to be, like, WA-based. Oh, great. Um, oh, okay. Which is helpful. He does wider ones as well, but he uses a lot of examples from WA politics in terms of like, this is a constituency of people. This is like Mm. this giant land mass Mm -hmm. has the same number of people as like this tiny neighborhood in Perth um, Mm. because of just population. So things are based on population. Yeah. Interesting. It's super interesting. Okay, send me the link. I will. It's it's very helpful because sometimes, and I literally, when I'm it easy to consume? It is. I think short little bites on really specific topics okay, each cool. time um but what's funny is I, when i was here in 2017 i tried to get i i borrowed from the library um australian yeah. politics for dummies oh yeah <laughs> it was like yeah yellow for dummies books. yeah um and i think i got like a quarter of the way through when it started to get quite um nuanced oh sure and i was okay. like okay i can't i was like reading at the beach i was like it was probably not the right spot for me to yeah, be yeah, 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 this. yeah 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 um and it was a library book so i couldn't take notes in it or anything yeah, that's right um it did give me a pretty solid base okay. but there's a lot to learn there's a lot um, to it's learn. a very different system and then in terms of history uh i love i love history mm. and um yeah i think just finding like the medium that you like consuming things mm. in, uh yeah it's been which unfortunately for me it's tiktok yeah <laughs> very consumable yeah um but like yeah whether it's novels like fiction or non-fiction yeah. novels whether it's podcasts whether it's video short videos or yeah just full videos um there's a lot out there that's yeah helpful. and totally i'm grateful aboriginal history is so interesting and mm. like obviously there's a lot of aboriginal communities in australia like mm hundreds mm. so what what i've mostly learned about has just been specific to the Wajajunga people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the community in perth yeah um and the traditional owners of the land yeah. here mm-hmm. because that's like you know when you're reading those little signs i love it yeah it's yeah. so interesting because it's it's just so it was like one of it's the oldest continuous culture of the world. Mm. It, there's and so which means there's like a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of this stuff that people just know and kind of expect that everyone knows. Yeah, which, I I feel really grateful to work for um, work for an organization that really values education in these areas and mm. really values events that support yeah First Nations 
people. I think that it's really the work because you're where you're spending a lot of your time as an adult is work. Yeah. I I'm also very grateful that my workplace has like invested in mm. reconciliation work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. education for like their non-Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander mm-hmm. employees mm-hmm. on cultural specific and historically specific mm. things to like the yeah, yeah. Aboriginal people of yeah. Australia. Yeah. It's because you spend a lot of time there. Yeah. So it's a good place to learn about it. I agree. And it's I think it's a fantastic mm. Australian companies have seemed to pick it up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell you we really I really like to see in the States happening more often. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I I wish it happened more often in the States. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um but just one last thing on this yeah, like little topic that I am struggling with. <laughs> yeah. Is well, you know, lack of education or like, yeah, just in, in general, just lack of knowledge in these mm-hmm. areas. So also at work today, somebody they like at lunch, everyone started talking about how like different community centers were going to affect different communities in different ways, and how like new lines of transportation were going yeah. to positively and negatively affect communities and and the cultures surrounding each community like you know Frio like the culture yeah. around Frio or Cottesloe or you know all these places all of the conversation going directly over my head mm-hmm. I had nothing to add nothing to contribute mm-hmm. and I was like oh, I wish I just knew these things like I'm right I wish that I knew what you were talking about on a micro level it's like the culture and community in these neighborhoods that you would have had to, you just kind of have to know by being yeah. there. I guess you could read about them. Like you could probably, I'm sure there's blogs, but like, yeah, I think for the most part, you just have to go. I know. And understand. I know. Mm. And as a whole, like, like when I talk about Frio, I, I go to Frio all the time, but I don't live there. And also I don't know how a train line would, would affect the community. Would positively yeah. or negatively affect the community there. So it's just like, for me, it's just really challenging. And I hope that over the next few years, it will become less challenging and easier to navigate mm. or like maybe even easier to absorb the information yeah. when it's being spoken about. Yeah. Um, Cause it really is it's yeah. a huge opportunity to learn. Totally. Because you could learn about this stuff in the States, but there is no opportunity then to like go to that neighborhood and learn totally. about those things or like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is a very unique learning experience, but it can yeah. be overwhelming because it's all at once. Again, it's like, oh, okay, well, I have to do all of this now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. very interesting. Um, so this one is, I mean, we talk about food all the time, but missing, because we love it. Uh, you and I are food motivated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about how our foster cat is food motivated. <laughs> same girl, same. <laughs> Um, missing food and traditions mm-hmm. is something that I I have a feeling will happen probably mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. Uh, for as long as we're here. Yeah. In the same in the flip of like other people seeing other people like have these traditions, have these things that they wrestle mm-hmm. with, is this like oh kind of feeling a little bit. It, yeah. It brings home the idea of being far away. Definitely. I don't know if you had ever been told this around. You know, the November, December time, like the first 40 degree weather day, I've heard multiple Australians be like, ah, it feels like Christmas. Wow. And I'm like, what the, that is not, <laughs> this is not what I expected. Today it was like kind of very autumnal weather. Mm, it was. I mean, it's like spring, but it felt very autumny because it just yes. rained and it was yes. like kind of warm, warming up a little bit in the uh-huh. middle of the day. And I was like, ah, it smells like Halloween. But yes. it's like, what? It's August. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that Halloween, sweet, sweet Halloween yeah. smell, knowing that it's spring. Yeah. Um, but in that same regard, yeah. you know, like these traditions or like these feelings that we have mm-hmm. attached to certain seasons. Se- yeah. And like stimuli, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That's so interesting. It's not the same. No. And I don't think it ever, I don't know. I don't foresee myself ever having a 40 degree and sorry for our American listeners, I do mean 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah, 40 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> would be like solid wintertime weather. Yeah, I know. The 40 degree weather day would make sense. <laughs> um, I mean Celsius, which is directly translated to a little over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Pretty hot. Very hot, especially people who are without an ozone layer. <laughs> Toasty. Yeah. AKA my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the real reason they removed here. Uh, 
but yeah, I think like different, yeah, just, just that different feeling surrounding yeah. traditions. It, it just is different. I that idea of stimuli is really interesting of having something that almost triggers the feeling yeah. of like, oh, this feels like whatever. Yeah. yeah whether it's a smell or a, mm-hmm. um, something you start doing or, or, and I wonder if at some point after doing enough of, of like, yeah, maybe it'll, it'll start to feel like, oh, this is like, oh yeah, this is kind of good winter. This is a thing we do every winter here yeah. even though, and winter's in June, but it's a thing that we do every winter and it feels wintry, like a wintry choice or, you know, like, yeah. oh, June. Yep. Coming up to June. And honestly, it's so silly is, I, I mean, it's been a year and a half, so it has not been that long. Uh-huh. I do, you know, when I'm referring to things, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like a wintertime food or like you know, yeah, when we had our winter bake-off, like, oh, no, that actually happened midsummer because um, oh, it was yeah. in December. Yep. Um, but it just, it, it mixes me up, the summer and December, mm-hmm. but it's also these stimuli, it's a very interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Um, going back to, you know, saying, like, you know, you're, you are referring to, like, November to February <laughs> as, as winter. I think it's really hard, too. So my sister just moved back to school today. Yeah. Which means summer is over. And so, in my head, you know, trying to explain to people, like, oh, yeah, like, she just finished the summer holiday, so she's moving out of home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> or thinking about people going back to school, like, I have a, quite a few friends who are teachers, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's like, they're like, first day back in the classroom, and I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, because they've been off for three months, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. summer. Yeah, right. it just makes sense. And, like, when we're starting to go into school holidays here, people are taking lots of breaks. Yes. Because it's summer and, like... Quite a few public holidays because if there's like quite a few Christian holidays at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's very funny. But I don't feel like I'm gonna understand school the way the school season works. Like when people say that it's term versus not term, and I'm like, yeah. or this weekend to term, I don't get it. I but think anyways. I'm lucky in that my brother-in-law is a teacher yeah, yeah. out of high school, and so so I think I'm kind of getting like early exposed. <laughs> like, Honestly, I wish that was me. <laughs> I'll just start telling you whenever it comes up in family dinner conversations. Okay, but great. this like food, food aspect. And I think what I mean, we've, oh, I get, we've talked this, just talked a whole other round with this one, but having Friendsgiving is yeah. super helpful to kind of yeah. feel like keeping these traditions, mm-hmm. keeping this food tradition, keeping these um, holiday traditions yeah. alive in a lot of ways. It's, it's nice. It feels part of being here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one that I have, um, that I, I don't think will ever grow old. Mm-hmm. I don't think this challenge will ever go away. Um, and that's that because I live so far away and, um, you know, flights are not accessible, mm-hmm. um, is that I miss out on a lot of family events and a yeah. lot of really big things. Um, I, I'm really grateful and feel really blessed that I was able to go back from one of my younger sister's graduations a few months ago mm-hmm. um and I know I've talked about this before but I've missed two weddings mm-hmm. and and I know that um like even when I was home I was talking to my younger sister about her high school graduation and yeah. um I wasn't able to go to that one and that felt really really hard to not be there you know it was like the last one of the eight kids mm-hmm. to attend the same high school it felt really like yeah like a like a bookmark or like a yeah, end of an era and yeah it did it did yeah. And um, I think it's just, like, really hard to miss out on those mm. things. Yeah, especially it's a long flight, and it's an expensive flight. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you can't just go for a week. Like, with yeah, the jet lag right. and everything, you got to go for, like, at least two in order for the jet lag to have, like, fully yeah. worn off in the middle. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that is... Mm. Yeah, going to be one of those forever things. And I think we actually talked about it with Robin Lloyd when um, yeah, definitely. the Unintelligent Chat Show were on on the podcast about it's just it's going to be a normal thing that you just miss yep. events that you would really like to yep. be there for, and whether that's yep. a wedding or uh, birthdays or mm-hmm. babies being born or families yeah. going through hard time, friends and family going through a tough thing where you just would want to physically be there for, yeah. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a reality of it, like a challenge yeah. that's just, yeah, never going to go away, but mm-hmm. it just has to be lived with. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and I think when we talked with the, the boys about it, we talked about, um, you know, like the weddings here that I missed, mm-hmm. I like videoed in yeah. and, um, I wrote a speech that was read at the wedding and yeah. when, you know, there's, I've like 
been able to keep in, t- in touch with friends mm-hmm. who, you know, when babies, babies have been born mm-hmm. and um, they like things that happened mm-hmm. um, via video. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to be part of that, mm-hmm. um, be part of someone's normal routine is really mm-hmm. special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is one of those things. It's just like, ugh. And that's that FOMO, girl. You know? <laughs> Especially when I see it. Like, FOMO. It's just, it's just a mo. Yeah, just you're right. Straight up missing just, out. Yeah, yeah. That's not fear of missing. You're right. I'm just knowledge. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's just the missing out, you know? Yeah. Well, my last one that kind of like piggybacks well on mm-hmm. that is just, then it's so general and it's kind of an obvious one, but it's missing, just missing home in yeah. general. Yeah. Like there's just going to be pieces where sometimes you wish you could just go back to these places where you feel really comfortable, these mm-hmm. places where you feel um, like emotionally tied yeah. to and like people you love and care about. And yeah. knowing that they're far away can be really tough. And mm-hmm. it's funny that that doesn't hit quite as much as I thought it would because okay. it does in so many ways, you know, we video my parents every Saturday morning. Mm. Um, we video my grandparents every other Monday night. You know, I talk regularly with my, um, with friends, mm. video regularly with friends as I'm getting ready to go to work, go to work, yeah. text, you know, send silly messages, whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that feels that, like, one time I saw, recently I saw a car, that my mom's car, I saw it here and I was like, uh-huh. wow. Like, oh, her car be here, but for some, like sometimes Aww. mentally, just yeah. like because mentally you can be quite close, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and like emotionally you can still feel quite close. It can mm-hmm. feel like that distance isn't as far as it is, which mm-hmm. is really, really lucky because mm-hmm. I think we're living in a time where that's possible. And yeah, definitely, that was not. But yeah, again, it's going to be something you live with always. And unfortunately, the longer we spend here, and the more this feels like home, mm-hmm. that feeling of like I miss home is gonna happen going back as mm. well. Yeah. Which is the blessing and curse of of like having really incredible places to, mm-hmm. to feel like home. hmm Totally. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Thanks for sharing Hannah. Yeah. Well this is kind of a melancholy episode. I feel um, this was quite therapeutic to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we would love to hear from you guys. Um if if you've lived abroad, if you've lived not even like internationally but if you've lived far away from home and you've got challenges that you want to get off your chest and feel this this therapeutic um feeling as mm-hmm. well uh you can slide into our dms on tiktok and instagram both of those are will be right underscore podcast mm-hmm. um or you can comment on those and leave uh, uh leave your thoughts i'll just slide into our dms if you want to yeah. chat more yeah and don't forget to leave us a rating and review it's really helpful for mm-hmm. us to hang out with you guys and to know what you guys do and don't like. Yeah. It's really, really helpful. And I just begged Hannah to let me close. <laughs> so I'm going to close us today. So whether you're reminiscing about the song Horses or getting nostalgic over Dragon Tales, I think <laughs> this week, I think we'll be right. I think we'll be right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.